Welcome to Freelance Feels, the podcast for humans who work for themselves. This episode, I travel down to Brighton to be with Lisa Piercy, founder and creative director of Radish, a women's wear brand. Lisa chatted to me at her shared studio about setting up a business where you have a physical product and the emotions that come with creating a new collection and showing that to the world. From scrapbooking for inspiration to securing press coverage and going on work trips to LA, and how work trips aren't just holidays, she reveals how having the studio brings her a strong daily routine compared to working from home. Lisa also chats about juggling personal and business Instagram accounts and why freelancers still mop their own floors. Welcome to Freelance Feels, the podcast for humans who work for themselves. I'm here with creative director and founder of Radish Women's Wear brand, Lisa Piercy. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Jenny. Also my friend, I'd like to add. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, we're in Lisa's amazing studio. It's like a really beautiful, open, white-walled space. There's a lovely rail with some of her creations on. We've had some creations come into the office this morning. Yeah, this morning. designs, yeah. Um, Yeah, we're right in the centre of Brighton, so near the North Lanes, and in what I think must be some kind of old warehouse space. It's lovely and airy, and there's a couple of other desks, it's a bit of a co-working space, there's a really nice kind of vibe of like different people doing different things in here, and yeah, so um, welcome to Freelance Fields. Thank you, thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome, (laughs) it's exciting. Um, Oh yes, first of all, we have a flapjack, this is a slight curveball, biscuit of choice is a flapjack, so... Why have we got a flapjack? What is it about flapjacks that you'd like them for your tea break? Um, I picked it and then realised I was going to be scrutinised. Oh yeah, I don't know why. Um, you don't just I get don't your favourite biscuit with no explanation. I don't have a massive sweet tooth, but mm-hmm. for some reason always will pick the flapjack or ice cream and I thought oh. flapjack was going to be... Cool. The yeah, easiest one for you for today. No. no, I'd have said Or that. not now, anyway, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it is... Ooh, <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> it's all Hallow's Eve in Brighton and the sun's going down and we're expecting some seagulls to perhaps walk at the window, but it's a, yeah, it's a lovely autumnal semi-evening in Brighton town on the coast. Anyone who's listening away from England on the south coast of England. Um, Lisa, tell me what your freelance is. Tell us about Radish, what you do and what your business is. So Radish is... Um, two and a half years old and it's a women's fashion label which at the moment is mainly dresses and I started it coming from a styling and art direction background so a lot of what I do now is what I was doing before but I wanted to bring together all those elements into something that was my own Mm -hmm. so it's very vintage inspired I collect a lot of vintage and then might use that for designs I love print so it's very print based and uh, I think being by the coast it's very affected by that I'm very into LA so there's a bit of that sunny SoCal mm. energy in there yeah um, yeah so that's it's lovely Lisa's dresses and we can yeah quite sort of maxi dress floaty yeah. you have different names for them though don't mm. you there's a whole concept with Radish yes like, Radish I, is a is a woman herself as yes, well as yeah, a, about the brand yeah yeah so for me a Radish woman is the one with a pet Mm -hmm. it's the dynamic one in the mix and for me when I design I get very absorbed in the world and the personality of these girls so one of the first ones was called Goldie Mm -hmm. because I love Goldie Horn and so she's one of my favourites and then we have Gracie we have Estella and 
for me, I could tell you about all these girls. Mm-hmm. So I get very into it, and then they kind of create them and then sell them, and then they go off into the world. And then I love imagine them having their adventures and oh, what the girls get up lovely. to. And yeah, so very in, like inspired by the sixties and seventies. A lot of that vintage uh, old retro photography. So. I can go into massive Bridget Bardot wormholes on Instagram for hours. So cool. that all feeds in. Yeah. And at the moment, so today we've just got the new order in and that's five new girls. So I feel like five new friends have arrived. Oh, so, wow. yeah. They've all come to, to meet with yeah. you and tell you all about <laughs> They wanted their to be here and, tonight. Yeah. yeah. Do they have names? They you don't do. have to share their names. They do. Because you, yeah, so yeah. you do a lot, you, you put on your Instagram sometimes about scrapbooking. You yes. really build yeah. up the idea behind each dress, don't yeah. you? Sort of scrapbooking and collecting things. Mm-hmm. And is that a huge part of the creative process for you? Very much so. And partly, well, a lot of where it all came from. And uh, when I worked as a stylist and creative director, mm. I was always doing my scrapbooks alongside. So that I think that was my personal escapism during freelancing when I was doing the other work mm. it was somewhere where I could go that was like these are my influences this is what I love so when I suddenly looked at this pile of about 10 of them I thought I really need to do something with this this is obviously something you built up this huge encyclopedia yeah. collection and I was like they're just sitting cuts. here yeah. but then once you, I started to flick through them all, I was like there's a theme here there's stories there's 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 a world and then I was like right I've just got to do something and as soon as I started doing it it all just made sense and Mm. each kind of part clicked into it and then came up with the name Radish with my friend and as soon as I got that I was like that's it it's this spirit running through all that and still scrapbook now Mm -hmm. and I know it sounds geeky but it is for me it's very meditative yeah and I'm the same with mood boards yeah like like sticking things out of magazines and even words and like the colour of the background on yeah. something rather than not necessarily mm. a whole article. Well, you're just, just not, you're yeah. not having to, having like spent all day on uh, the computer, on emails, it's so nice to do something that's mm. just a bit more free and loose and not for anything, it's just for me and then just things will come out of it and I'll be like, oh, that's a nice colour combination yeah. or, yeah, it's, It'll suddenly come yeah. to you, Because yeah. did you always want to be self-employed? Do you like the word freelance? Does, is freelance a word that you use, or do you say I'm a business owner? What, what's kind of your feelings yeah, in was, that respect? Th- um thinking about that today, because I, I would, I, when you asked me to be on this, I'm like, am I freelance? And of mm. course I am. But I think I've definitely felt the transition starting a business, because when I freelanced, I think it felt, you know, it was more, um, even though every day is different now, then it really was you know you might have a project that was a week or um a day but now I'm <laughs> I'm in a long-term relationship and it's oh, like oh yeah Good <laughs> I've got I love the dating analogy it works so well but now I'm having to think six months ahead mm-hmm. a year ahead and although um it is freelance it's it's slightly different rhythm but it's a lot of what I was doing before but it's slightly different way yeah less of a gun for hire and more of a kind of a self-employed business but I guess still the pressures of knowing that you pay your wages and what your business does fuels your future sort of thing rather than and uh, payroll yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) but I've just had to take on like learn a lot more than maybe I did when I was freelancing before um just more the business side so Lisa what does freelance feels mean to you the kind of the mental health slash emotional side of being self-employed um well for me when I 
first heard you started this project and mm-hmm. podcast, I for me I immediately had this really lovely image of a support group and oh, yeah. um, I think that's what's really important when you're freelance is you can f- sometimes feel like such a lone planet and or entity or just not having you know you're not going in nine to five working a job so to have no other freelancers or have somewhere where you can go oh <laughs> yeah someone else gets it yeah, yeah. Exactly. so yeah. lone planet is interesting yeah because that's a real like image of and I remember when Lisa had her Radish's first birthday party, it was a planet pinata, which was just amazing. It was like a glitter ball with Saturn rings. It was just It was wonderful. the hardest thing to break ever. Yes. And then I did break <laughs> it. It ages to wallop it. it Seven people later. But I no, that's I'd never thought like mm. we have that. But like you're all in the solar yeah, system, but you so, are still a little lonely. Yeah. Not little, but a lone person. But I think sometimes when I do feel like I'm orbiting by myself, I'm like, no, but then that person's there and you know that there there are people around you doing similar thing that you can kind of connect with and I've got um, a lot of friends I was at art school with Mm -hmm. or I've met since and a lot of us don't do normal like nine to five jobs Mm -hmm. or they'll have portfolio careers that everyone's kind of making these new ways for themselves so I think I've got quite a nice network around me doing similar thing Mm -hmm. and I've um, got a couple in particular who started businesses similar time so do they look to you for advice now well or do no, you look to each other, each I, suppose, other yeah. I suppose and we just check in where we're at on mm-hmm. like the journey yeah. but we I think but freelance wise think yeah I think for me it's just helpful knowing a lot of people doing similar thing mm-hmm. because you get to share the highs and the lows and yeah I think it's just having people to talk to and if that's what your podcast can do as well it's just that connection of like oh okay yeah exactly yeah. like I kind of want people to know that there's a reality for us yeah. all that and also that we're always I think people can imagine so much from what they see on our Instagram mm. and I don't know if you always feel this that you think mm. oh I'll put this on social media and someone might think oh look at Lisa she's got her new dresses yes. in oh everything's going so yeah. well for her and you might be sitting there thinking oh I don't open the box of new dresses because yeah. I don't we were just talking before about how when they come in mm. your beautiful got designs so that you've worked so long on it's like this finished yeah product. so I've got a work Instagram and I've got a personal Instagram mm. and the work, um, this is radish. Is yeah, at this at this is radish. Excellent. <laughs> is my shop front. So yeah. that's got to be a certain way. And then I've got my personal one, which I think's nice because it's more the personal insight into the business. But it's also my personal one. And sometimes I just want to be like ah and like <laughs> yeah. do that. And um, there's moments where I'm in here because I took the space on and I run the space. It's there's moments where I'm mopping the floor or. Yeah, opening the box for the first time, like like wondering if eighteen months of planning, like what's it come to? Like all these little moments that don't feel right to share, maybe on Instagram. But mm. if I've got, I've got my kind of go-to people that I'm like, this is happening, or I've this, you know. Yeah, you're right. The mopping the floor, God, that really resonates because that is just such a thing where people don't think you do that. I think I <laughs> think that I often say to people think that freelancing is a holy grail and yeah. all being self-employed is like this really sort of wonderful state of being your own boss yeah. and it's on like holiday then, all the time yeah but then there's no cleaners <laughs> because yeah you have to mop your own office yeah. floor because yeah. unless you're in a shared office yeah. building where someone does do that and you pay rates for yeah. it I suppose but yeah we mop, we mop our I mop my floor. Floor. <laughs> do you find things like 
mopping the floor. They're quite a welcome distraction. A lot of other freelancers yeah. say to me, oh, you shouldn't do, especially if you work from home, don't do household tasks during the day. Yeah. And I'm like, but for me, putting a wash on or hanging the washing out, mm. for example, or cleaning up the kitchen, mm. actually, it's quite a nice break because otherwise yeah. I don't, apart from exercise, I might not do something else physical yeah. during the day. It gets your Definitely. I think seat. you have to be very good with your time though I'm very self-motivated and good at getting myself up in the morning to come in here but I think if I, but if I didn't have the separation of spaces yeah I would just be pottering around the flat the whole time yeah arranging my knickknacks and <laughs> trinkets, or crisps. trinkets. <laughs> my crisps. a wonderful selection of corn-based snacks <laughs> arranging my corn-based snacks um but um when but having this space and getting out having my morning coffee coming here gives me that separation and I'm like I'm here now I'm working but then it might be get to early afternoon and then of something you know I'm feeling like the day's not going the way I did but then it's like right I'm going to clean the space Mm -hmm. tidy the clothes rails like you say do something that's like yeah not sitting at the desk or I'm going to go for a walk go to the sea Go and get a coffee. Yeah, of course, because you're so close to yeah. the sea. Or even just walking into the lanes. I'm like, mm. oh, there's a world here. Yes. So I have that break and then I can come back. But I think for me, it's like it's having a separation of spaces. Mm. I do, I might work from home like one day a week, but that's um, if I don't like, know I've got to make loads of phone calls or something. You know, it's like, I'm, but I'm quite mm. good at splitting my time and yeah, being self motivated, yeah. which I think you have to be being freelance or running a business it's definitely mm. it's um if you're not accountable like having i guess workmates of a sort in yeah. a shared office space like, yeah. i think this is why so many people co-work yes because yeah so and so is going to say well oh you're not in the office today and you'll be like oh yes um yeah oh cool so it's like so um yeah and the and then because it's quite fun it sounds like you do have a fun time being self-employed yeah, yeah i do and i i live by myself so having the space here with so i share with five girls here mm. and they're almost like my flatmates, so it gives oh, me like somewhere, you know, it's like to have that each day is mm. nice to have as well and to bounce ideas off or just talk about rubbish TV or whatever yeah. it is. Or like even just have a drink at the end of the day. It's I think to have those people that lift you and make you laugh is really important. Well, it is for me anyway, otherwise I just get so stuck in it. Mm. And Yeah, because you're very... I mean, to go from, so Lisa, two and a half years you've been yes, running Radish, yeah. and I mean, you're now on how many collections have you done? Talk me a little bit so, about sort of your two and a half year yeah, from so, now. Yeah, uh, so the next collection will be the fourth, and the way I've been doing it is trying to be less seasonally mm-hmm. driven, because for me, I want the dresses to just work at any time, but also wanted it, the business to grow a bit like at its own spate, mm-hmm. speed That's so nice. yeah we yeah it'll be the fourth collection but um I couldn't tell you what number that like, dress uh-huh. I'm on like, <laughs> which, which which number go like maybe like 15 but wow. it, it feels nice I think there's also it's it's gone at the speed I'd kind of you know hoped it to mm. and being smaller you can kind of just set your own pace in that way yeah. yeah do you find there's a lot of trust like personally I feel like I'm having the more I'm self-employed the more I'm thinking right I just have to trust that things will develop oh, well yes, and like definitely the will come in or the right <gasps> yeah the right person to mm. wear your dresses will come in mm. we were talking before as well about how um like obviously one of the holy grails if you're a designer is that somebody who's well known will wear your yeah. dress and then you can say great that person you know they mm. they're showcasing it for you they're mm. essentially modeling it 
either on TV or at an event mm. or something like that. But yeah, do you find there's a lot of trust involved in, in especially in your industry, it's in being self-employed? All, all trust and intuition. Mm-hmm. And, but I think for me, it was the biggest moment was just beginning because mm. it was getting over that hurdle. But once I'd like jumping off the cliff into the freelance, oh, going, I just always almost. felt like I was. Um, walking to the water and couldn't touch the bottom but it was uh, as soon as I started doing that that's when the interesting things Mm. started happening and I think because I'm you know a lot of it comes all from very personal place so I create my like creative input and Mm. what I like so it was like how's this going to be received yeah these are your designs your creations yeah so Mm -hmm. But then as soon as I started doing that, I got such a lovely response. So it's like, oh, I just need to do this, do what I'm doing, but have yeah, more trust in it, but do it stronger and brighter and, and yeah, believe in it. And mm. as I've done that, I've had such lovely and, and incredible opportunities come to me or that I've been able to be involved with, like, things that have happened that would just that blow my mind and like some of the press I've had, it's... What kind of things where have you featured? Oh, um, that's a big deal to get. Massive, prices. yeah. It's a so, world, isn't it? yeah. Um, most of the papers, mm-hmm. Sunday Telegraph magazine, oh. and we were in that and had a full page, and it was all about the third collection. And then the Independent at the beginning of the year named it as one of the Instagram brands to watch. Uh, and then there was musicians that I'd had on my mood board from day one, and then they'd wore, went, worn it. Uh, oh, that's made yeah, me feel all tingly because yeah. that's like, I don't know, but some like people mood board, some people don't, yeah. don't they? And I guess, you know. But when you've had people, you know, I've got a very clear idea of mm-hmm. who's a radish girl or who should be in it, and for me, a lot of the time they are that lead singer of a band or they're a. Um, there are, yeah, to me it's very clear. Like you could hold up pictures of celebrities or musicians now, and I'd be like, yes, no, yes, no. <laughs> you know if they're around. Yeah, like, yeah. It, like instinctively, and then see those girls in it. it yeah, it's just it's blown my mind. And but it's I think it's just like like you say, just keep trusting, keep mm-hmm. doing it because unless it's out there, people aren't going to know about it. So you just got to yeah. get it out there. And do you find I guess people who run a business maybe similar to yours or something definitely that involves creating a product and selling it, was there a direct correlation between getting press coverage and seeing a response from customers and or sales? Is yeah. that something that you think Very, you strive yeah. for, partly to show people your wonderful creations, but also mm. so you can say, well, it's part of your your business mm. model almost to say, well, yeah, if we can get mm. get it into the press, then it's yeah, it's the brand. It's kind of a bit of everything, and some things you literally notice a direct correlation to sales mm. or hits on the website maybe not the things you thought they were going to be but then something like being featured in one of the Sunday supplements mm-hmm. you might not notice so much the online response but you know that oh you know like people go oh radish and it's just like getting the brand into people's yes. heads yeah. but Instagram's great because you can literally be tagged direct mm-hmm. and for me, that's a big area that I kind of use and look to now and also discover amazing girls to wear radish and mm. vice versa or just brands with really similar um, approaches or coming at a similar way. And it's 
I can feel these little networks growing, which you aren't so heavily like relying mm. now on yeah. the print. But I think the print for me st- like, is the thing that gives me that, like, there's something about going to a newsagent. Oh, yeah. But going to the newsagent and buying um, an, like, something print that Radish is featured in, and it's there to me to have, like, buy physically. It's like, I'll never get over that. That's yeah. like... I'll cut it out and <laughs> keep that's the bit where I'm just like pinch myself and that's amazing because then you think back to the fact that actually this is the joy I think one of the true joys of being self-employed and creating something that's all your own mm. is that you're like well that's mine that's yes. like that's your baby there yeah. it's like there in the magazine yeah. is the thing that you have sweated and, and all the mopping and... the floor and <laughs> exactly suddenly you're like yeah give me that mop I'm in the magazine I'm going to buy myself a new piece of floor <laughs> Some new Dettol to treat myself. <laughs> so we were talking a little bit there about social media and sort of sharing things from the brand and yourself. Do you find it fun to do social? Is there sometimes a pressure as a self-employed person trying to build, not trying to, building a brand, should I say, yeah. um, to perform on social yeah. media? Is that How does that feel for you? I would love to perform more on it. But <laughs> I, for me... I feel so lucky that I'm starting a business around the time of social media because mm. Instagram for me is so important and but I really enjoy it because for me it's like that scrapbook but bought online mm. and like That's I was saying so going in my wormholes of imagery I can I just enjoy like just finding so much bringing it all together finding little videos or using imagery from our shoots and I really enjoy stories because they're just so ephemeral but I'm quite happy doing you know I'm very happy doing it but it's also needs a lot of time and um, attention and actually it's probably I probably need to do more of it but it's hard when you're doing everything that's the thing mm. I found is you do your own social media don't you? Yeah. yeah but do you feel guilty because you're on Instagram and you have to like sometimes I have to remind myself yeah. and think but this is a a but portal it's for like, building a business exactly. it's not you're not it's just going so look important. at my shoes no. or look at my lunch yeah, yeah. I th- but I have to um just almost say all right um I'm making this time for this mm-hmm. and so it might be on my way in when I'm having a coffee I might um prepare a few posts or just to ha- have a bit of a moment and write some stuff because I find it easier to do it like that than come in start designing going through emails um you know doing all the jobs that need to be doing mm. I, I kind of have to do one thing at a time and also I think it's important to Instagram to give it that time but then also I don't want to overthink it and that's why stories and things are nice because then during the day I can just do yeah. maybe smaller bits but I don't feel guilty because for me it's an area that's going to be really important going forward I think yeah mm. definitely it's really interesting actually because I think a lot of people think that freelancers just sort of jump on social yeah. media and have a bit of a giggle and it's like no, no, no. it's a huge tool yeah. for building a brand and showing people which is what also you do. Yeah. um but then I'm also on it on the weekend yeah and it's hard I, to get away from it yeah it? and this yeah. is the bit is trying to switch off from it which is hard and also the great thing about Instagram is that I can speak to consumers directly like I've got mm. this direct link we was going to ask you about feedback yes, and everything yeah so I'll it, it will get you know, I have lovely um, messages through Instagram, but it's like it's like I want to give those the care and attention and give everyone that mm. um, ex- like experience of like shopping with radish. But it's yeah, I'm t- <laughs> wearing a lot of hats. I'm yes. like Lisa in customer service, Lisa running the social media. It's like all those different areas. 
and because it's my baby I want to do that mm-hmm. and that's the bit I think at point I'm at at the moment is learning where I could let go a bit mm. and um, I've in the last couple of months had a lovely girl called Carla help me and she's doing only like one or two days a week mm. but that's just to literally give me that extra pair of hands because there is I, I've been up to now sending out all the orders myself so it's oh, wow so literally everything literally yeah. everything do you feel like you now have staff and this is yeah whoa. a little bit it was <laughs> it was a definite moment mm. but it was I think I'm just learning where I'm saving I thought oh I'm saving money doing everything myself but actually you're just like oh no if I had help it I can be more productive and actually I don't have to package up those five orders I can mm. spend it like actually sitting down and drawing and designing it's but yeah it's it's kind of been revolutionary. I was like, oh, right, <laughs> this is why people have assistants. <laughs> <laughs> that is so interesting. Someone else I was speaking to, um, Marianne Power, for another episode was saying, you know, if you can afford to outsource something, yes, exactly like you just yeah. said, basically it's going gonna, it's gonna to pay you back in a completely different yeah. way because it frees you up to do something yeah. that might actually end up yeah. earning you better revenue or better coverage mm. because you've then got the brain space to think about, yeah. you know, what you might so want I'm to not, do. I'm not, my area of I'm not very um good at a spreadsheet no. <laughs> or that's a my, dirty word oh, no I can't even say yeah. it and then um <laughs> and yeah. then but also my accounting and there's been moments where I thought I was being really helpful doing things like that and my yeah. accountant in the past have turned around and gone no you're just creating more work for us they're like just like I think yeah. it's best to give everything to them because they're that's what they're good at, and yeah. I'm good. It's like it's realizing no, you're they couldn't do what you do, so you do what you do and let them get on with what they do. Exactly, yeah. And then everyone, you know, there's always going to be some freelance accountants out there, aren't there? So well, exactly. You can support them <laughs> yeah. also. And on your Instagram, there's some there's so many beautiful pictures, and it does show that you sort of you travel a lot. There's mm. lots of pictures of photo shoots. Mm. Um, do you get to travel a lot? Is that like part of the wonderful part of being self-employed yes. is that you can sort of say, well, actually, do you know what? Brighton's freezing in December. Yeah. I think I shall shoot in LA. Because yes. obviously it's just, you know, you just literally go, get on your private plane, <laughs> don't leave it. That flexibility, yes, totally. that's a, a brilliant part. Totally. Thing, and I think for me, it's one of the biggest selling points because like you say, in this year in February, mm-hmm. I went to LA for the whole of February because I can't stand the winter and... <laughs> and Radish is a very summer based brand oh, yeah. so I can't my excuse is I can't actually get into the mindset of the brand when it's dark at five o'clock and minus five degrees it makes a lot of sense though because but, when people look at your brand yes, online they'll see that yeah, in the clothes that it and, is, it, and it, yeah. I went there and I got so much out of it but I think um, yeah and like you said we did a lookbook shoot there and I was able to meet um, some press and also some lovely bloggers and so it was really good for making contact so it wasn't it you wasn't a massive jolly no yeah. I think that's what people mm. they, and I'm like yes I it's literally nice. didn't stop and also because when I'm there I'm like a sponge and it was just like a month of soaking everything up whether it was sourcing vintage going visiting different shops for inspiration I'm just like switched on the whole time um and then, and now I can feel winter kicking in, mm, <laughs> and I'm ready to yeah. run away and do a similar thing again. But it's so nice knowing that I can, and also that it works for the business. Like I think, I think you should just you have to create the life you want. And for me, it's like my God, if I can create the dream 
um, business that yeah. actually maybe I'd take it on the tour of the whole of winter and just go and hit the sunny spots with oh, my yeah. trunk of clothes. One of Cuba. There's a radish tour it? coming yeah. soon. I'm coming with my microphone. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll find some freelance people on the beach in uh, Cuba. Perfect. And anywhere else in the Caribbean. Fly on the wall it. documentary. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> but it is that thing, isn't it, where you suddenly have to remind yourself, I think, sometimes, that that you are, you've made this decision to be mm. self-employed, therefore you can call the shots. Yes. And I forget that all the time. Yeah. I like feel like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this, that, and the other. Like, even coming to interview mm. lovely Lisa here, I'm thinking, oh, well, you know, should I not be at my desk this afternoon? Mm. It's like, no, this is part of yeah. what I do. And it's like, you forget to yeah. give yourself a and pat you, on the yeah. back for saying, oh, hold on, you're still working. Mm. You're just choosing to do it somewhere other than... Yeah, because I think it's office. a lot easier when I do work in an office. Mm. After uni, I worked at a creative agency, and there's something nice like going in at ten and leaving at six, and you've mm. left everything there. And I, I can't actually remember what it was like then, but I was like, oh my god, I just had weekends. You know, it was um, very defined of it. When, when's your time off? Mm. And I have to now, like you say, not feel guilty if in an evening, you know, it's yeah. like, or just have a holiday. Like I think it's really hard to go this is a holiday mm-hmm. and you find it hard to say on holiday as well yes. I am switching off now yes. like when you're saying about Instagram yeah. and constantly being on it yeah. do you ever have a time on holiday where you don't check emails no, uh, curse? no I think it's a bit of a curse um, I was thinking that uh, I so I only turned my out of office on for the first time in about 10 years oh, last wow. summer but because I couldn't firstly because I couldn't really work out how to turn it on but then because okay, like, IT skills here. Yeah. <laughs> really getting an idea of my strengths and weaknesses the but, dresses are beautiful but, so don't worry about the out of office the thing that really matters is really gorgeous but it was also the first time I'd had holiday cover mm. for all that time but also it was very different because I had a business so there were things to be covered like mm. sales going out but I went to Columbia for three weeks and I was like right I don't want to look at my phone I'm putting it, I've worked out how to put the out of office on and it was incredible like I felt like I got my pre-internet brain back brilliant oh yeah that's good but, but, but then I'm still learning to let go of the Instagram yeah but same. they, they yeah. will it will come with time yeah that's yeah. the trust thing again isn't it yeah. you can just trust it to, to tick away in the background yes. and choose quality over mm. quantity as you wish so yeah we talked a little bit there about sort of the ups and downs like the positive I suppose more about like the travel and everything but what would you say are your biggest challenges as a self-employed woman do you find there are particular things day to day or long term that kind of you'd say are your freelance challenges that you don't deal with yeah freelance for me at the moment they're more business challenges mm. not so much freelance because business wise it's I'm just learning a lot as I go mm-hmm. and a little bit like what we've just been saying just working out how to form the team around me mm. and who you want in your inner business circle yeah. sort of thing so yeah. but freelance wise I think it's what I think's um, funny is I thought I'd be freelancing alongside running a business ah, uh, in your sleep I'm really going to be doing that <laughs> I don't know we do think these things yeah. you probably thought yeah I'll do I was like, I'll, consulting exactly. and I still want someone. to and I, mm. I would really like like I'd like to cool. do um, I've 
got so many ideas for like collaborations I'd like mm. to do or Ooh, yeah. um, different types of events or just you know ways to apply radish or work with people but yeah it's like where does the business stop and freelancing begin it's but I always but almost like I see like me freelancing under the radish umbrella in a way oh cool so there's big plans there. oh big plans Even bigger plans for the future yes <laughs> love it I've never met a freelancer who's sitting there going yeah everything's fine now and this is the only thing I ever want to do because no. I think the more you get into working yeah. for yourself the more you're just like well you don't have to say to the boss oh mm. can I have half an hour and talk about my job progression mm. and can I maybe have the opportunity to try yeah. a new project you can just go yeah okay we're not going to get a pay rise yeah. immediately for it but you can just go okay yeah if you suddenly did say okay I want to do a men's that, collection yes. or I want to do there's that freedom there baby wear yeah. I don't know you could just I've, and and I've got such a I know the brand inside and out mm. and it's like I know what feels right and where I want to go with it and but it's so nice knowing that there is that freedom there too. Yeah. And I also probably, in some areas, don't know too much, so I'm not like put off from doing it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh, da-da. Ignorance is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lisa, thank you so much for joining me on Freelance Feels. Oh, thank you for having me. Oh, it's been brilliant. Flapjacks and everything. Yeah. Um, would you love to tell everybody, please, how they can find Radish, follow Radish, and if they'd like to look at your collections and purchase a Radish dress or scarf, where they can go? Yeah, so it's... At This Is Radish mm-hmm. on Twitter and Instagram, and it's thisisradish.com. Brilliant. So, if you'd like to have a little look at some party wear <laughs> or summer or, well, what, or scarves or t shirts, <laughs> please go to thisisradish.com. You've been listening to Freelance Feels, the podcast for humans who work for themselves, with me, Jenny Stallard. You can find Freelance Feels online at www.freelancefeels.com on Instagram and Twitter at freelance underscore feels. And please do take a moment if you've enjoyed the podcast to rate and review it. Thank you.